Excuse me, miss. Uh, what's that you're listening to? Well, it's a podcast. It's all about this couple from England who are in a lifestyle, and they talk about their adventures. So is uh, that child-friendly, then, is it? No. <laughs> they say lots of naughty things, and they swear a lot. But would you like to listen? Get in the gym or to your car our advice, you could go far up and we make mistakes and talk about our sexy dates it's getting hard for this to rhyme just as well because it's bed hopping time <laughs> bed hoppers the final frontier <laughs> these are the voyages of the starship bed hopperish going from sex club to sex club Exploring strange new worlds and exciting civilizations. Boldly going where no lifestyle person has gone before. <laughs> well, alert. well, number one, engage. <laughs> Earl Grey. Hot. <laughs> well, um... Stardate 413267090.39432271. Or just Friday. Friday. <laughs> the bedhoppers are about to set sail. I don't know why I'm talking like It doesn't even sound like Patrick Stewart. <laughs> you sound more like a Dalek. Daleks don't sound like that. <laughs> yes, they do. Daleks sound like that. We are the Daleks. Please come sleep with us or we shall impregnate you. But it's really sinister. Really? <laughs> that Dalek has some malevolence on his mind. He's a sex Dalek. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, well it's Friday. Yeah. Who has he got on his mind? Uh, Welcome to Bedhoppers. This is episode 25. That was a rough start. It wasn't a great one. But I am Mr H. This in the corner over there. Because nobody puts her over there. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. H. Are you sure about that? I'm not in a corner, and no one put me here. All right, baby. <laughs> it was the summer of uh, hey, 63. Hey, <laughs> don't cry. Well, now I just want to watch that. No, you're not watching that. Instead, we're watching some crappy Robocop reboot. Rebooter-cop. Rebooter-cop. <laughs> I didn't even know this was a reboot, and now he's Robocop, so I can see that now. It, well, it is Robocop. There is a Robocop reboot, and uh-huh. it is on in the background. That is the film what we is watching. I. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's what we got going on in the back. And I put this specifically on for you. Specifically? What specifically <laughs> did you put on the TV <laughs> for me, Mr. Right? I've uh, specifically put this on for you, because I know that you won't give a shit about it. Um, it, it may cause you to yell and scream You're at right television. I don't give a shit about it. Well, I know you don't. Um, <laughs> however, it's got a robot in it. Well, he's part man, part machine, or cop, still mm-hmm. um, doing Robocopy things, but not as good as the original. Um, no idea was good. Yeah. Um, what was the original Robocop? Was it Peter Weller or Peter Weller? Peter yeah. Weller? Not Paul Weller. No, no, not to be confused. It's a very Paul different Weller. changing man. <laughs> so um, yeah, Robocop is on in the background. We've got a delightful drink with us. We won't tell you what that is because um, no one cares. No, no one really gives a shit. I don't think anyone actually gives a shit as to what film we're not watching, really, either. <laughs> Hmm. These are things we are not doing. <laughs> we shall tell them to thee. Uh, so, what have we got this week for you? Uh, we have got a couple of things, really. Mm-hmm. A couple of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a little bit about of a catch-up about what we've been up to, who we've been up to, and Hello. what we're about to do. Who we've been up. Who we've been to. up. <laughs> I was up to my knuckles, dear. Up to my knuckles. That's not true. I can't back that up. Um, so, we've got that. And then we've got a bit about our journey and I say a bit it's quite a big piece of our journey really isn't it it's a fair chunk of our journey uh, about a year ago in fact in fact it's a year ago next month this month yeah. no October when when does this come out um oh wow yes this will be the first of October so you're right this is, month. is it the first of October on Sunday mm-hmm. you is log. Me. it is the first of October <laughs> <laughs> we are in the future yes <laughs> we are going back to the future from the past. Okay, I, I'm I'm your density, clearly. So. <laughs> you are my density. Yeah. 
Um, okay, so what we've been doing for the last week? Mm. What did we do last weekend? Uh, so last weekend we did each other. Yes. <laughs> Sadly, our sexy dates had to cancel. They did. They did. So it was a legitimate reason. Yeah. And they gave us notice. Life happens. That's life, fine. Life All finds is, a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we had a chill So a butterfly hand. flapped its wings in New York and our date was unable <laughs> to make make it on... This is chaos theory, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definite chaos going on. Okay. So they weren't able to make it, so we stayed home and did lots of sex on each other. We did. I did a lot of sex on you. <laughs> I wasn't aware of it, but you did it. Some of the time you were awake. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we had a very sexy weekend between ourselves, which is always fantastic and always fun. Um... And then we had a, uh, a cheeky midweek social. I do love a good midweek social. A midweek? Yeah. A mediweekle. <laughs> we met a lovely couple. We did meet a lovely a couple. social and a lovely meal mm. in a delightful little sort of country pub. We had a piano man. Oh my God, that piano man. <laughs> he was good. <laughs> he was surrounded by about 50 candles. It was like, <laughs> I don't know, um, Richard Claydeman or something. Oh, people don't know who Richard Claydeman is. I don't know who Richard Claydeman is. Really? No. He was this like really romantic uh, classical pianist from years ago. Really? But all he ever played was like romantic stuff. If he was called Richard Claydeman, <laughs> I probably would have remembered him. <laughs> but uh, Richard Claydeman. Richard Claydeman. Or Richard Laderman. Mm-hmm. That's then he good. would have fitted right in in the swing club. He might have done. He might well have done. Yeah. But he, uh, what I liked about this piano guy is the fact that he played Everybody Hurts, right, by R.E.M., <laughs> in a really jaunty way. So he was, like, playing this little happy version of Everybody Hurts. And he played so many James Bond themes. Yes. It was great. And it, But he kept segueing into different ones, so it was like a medley of them. Yeah, you had to be on your toes to, like, what was he doing I mean, next? by the time I was there going, Goldfinger, <laughs> he was already on to Nobody Does It Better. He, he was a genius. Technically also my theme tune. And I like the slight ripple of applause after everyone recognised a particular song, which drowned out our sexy conversations. Well, that's true. So we had some very naughty conversations. Yeah. Um, it was really nice social, wasn't mm-hmm. it? A lovely couple. Um, and we just spent a good few hours trading stories, war wounds. It was a bit like Jaws. I put my leg up on the table <laughs> and showed them where I got You them. actually did. I did. This is a genuine, <laughs> genuine story. Uh, and yeah, so I think, I think we're going to catch up with them again at some point. I really hope so. Yeah, it'd be good to do that. And what else have we been doing? Well, I've been having my usual sartorial crisis and meltdown about All right. what I'm going to wear, how I look. I've spent so much time in my wardrobe, I could have pretty much found Mr. Tumnus in there. So Really? Yeah. I had a sartorial crisis where I wasn't sarcastic enough. <laughs> I wasn't snarky enough. Well, that surprises me because you're generally, you do rise to the occasion really? when I... it comes to sarcasm Oh, and sass. I, I thought you were talking about something else then. Well, I know you were. Ooh, Ooh, how delightful. Saucy talk. So I had a sartorial meltdown. You had a body crisis. Nothing mm. fits. I don't like what I've got. Um, yeah. I hated everything. So I remedied this by ordering you two new dresses, right? <laughs> yes. Did you like the dresses? No. Nope. Right, fine. I hated them. I can't win in no. this situation. Of course, you are beautiful and you are hot and lovely and sexy and gorgeous. Thank but you. But that's not enough to be told that sometimes. Sometimes you have to find the exact dress that you want at the exact time that you need it and wear that dress. Yeah. Yeah. That didn't happen, did it? No. No. You've gone back to an old reliable, haven't you? I have. I know. But... It's like reading a novel that you know you're really going to enjoy. <laughs> this is like a faithful dress. It's never let me down. I know, right? So, um, and the reason why uh, you've been wondering about what you're going to wear... Mm-hmm. Oh, I got a new suit as well. Not that people need to know that, but it's pretty cool. Well, yeah, so for a bloke, this is really easy. You just like wandered out, got a suit, came home again, and we're like, "Hey, look at me in my suit." No, it wasn't quite I'm that quite simple. Quite the slice now. It took me a while to find the right suit. But generally speaking, a man can go out and buy a suit. Well, yes. Whereas could, dresses are much. Harder you could to come go by. out and buy a dress. <laughs> you could do it. You really could. I mean, you may need some guidance, some support, and some counselling afterwards. <laughs> yeah, so did you. <laughs> but you could go out and, and, and buy a dress. So, And the reason why we've got um, these new um, cloths mm-hmm. is because, our, well, on tomorrow, tomorrow, in fact, which for you might be yesterday, it just depends when you're listening, really. But anyway, over the course of the weekend... It's probably already happened. 
Oh my God, my mind is blown. Uh, <laughs> How ask, was it? Did we enjoy it? I, I don't know yet. <laughs> I'll go and ask future Mr. H what he thought of it. Right, I'll just come back from the future. Was it any good? Mr. H said it was an utter disaster. He puked everywhere oh again. Oh my God, did you chunder in a muff again? I didn't chunder in a muff. Yeah, it was... Um, Were I, you sick in a spa? Yes. <laughs> did you have a smoke and a pancake? I did. This one's a keeper. <laughs> so that happened. Uh, no, it didn't. Uh, but to, so tomorrow for us... But over the yep. course of this weekend, mm-hmm. we are going to a sexy party at um, Vanilla Alternative, hosted yeah. by, um, what are they called? Chic. Chic. As in, uh, chic. Yeah, it's like deviant See? chic or something. So anyway, so we're going to that party. It's going to be rammed. It might. It... There are about a hundred pe- couples going. A hundred couples. One hundred. One hundred. Yeah, that's well, stupidly busy. Actually, you're wrong there. There are a hundred couples on the guest list, uh-huh. and more people still could be going. Right, so rammed. I know, and kind of a little bit scary meeting listeners for the first time, which is really exciting. We are listening. Uh, listening. We are meeting quite a few listeners. I know, right? Yeah, it's going to be like a. We're going to form a crocodile. <laughs> form what? Uh, well, listeners, can you form a crocodile in the uh, east corner, please? <laughs> in the east corner. So, yep, that one person over there by the library. Yeah, can you just follow us, please? Everyone, Stay in the group. Make sure you've got your buddies and everyone can wear the same backpack and the same hat. That's what's going to happen, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll be signing um, autographs and um, pictures and... Um, and generally inflating our egos, apparently. Yeah, my ego doesn't take a lot to inflate, to be fair. <laughs> However, it's actually um, it's quite an interesting experience because we've not really ventured out and spoken to listeners. Um, so it's mm. going to be a fun time for that. But the other thing, the flip side to this all, is that throughout the course of this week, we have been on a chat, on a kick chat, with 50 other people. Well, you've been on a chat. I know, it's been brilliant. I have remained aloof. (laughs) You popped your head in the other day and you were like, And then immediately withdrew it rapidly with disgust. It was just the tip (laughs) that you put in there. You popped the tip in and pulled it right out. Yes, well, you've been prevalent in the chat. I, I have, like chatting, though, as we I know. I have uh, maintained a polite distance. <laughs> you've, you've maintained a level of dignity that I so far <laughs> haven't been able to keep up. Yes, exactly that. It's been fun, though. I know. Um, I'm just not a chatter. You're not you know, a chatter. On, on the online platforms. On the online platforms? No. <laughs> on what the youth of today are using? <laughs> of course, I woke up this morning and I saw all these children looking at their oh. iPads and it was I'm looking forward to meeting everybody face to face and talking to them. Like, lovely. Talking I, to them? I can get on with them, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But all this chat, 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 no. It's, um, it irritates me. <laughs> I know it does. It's been fun for me though. I've had a good time. Yeah, I know. Your ego is exponentially massive now. Well, there's, there's no not, knowing what will happen. Why? No, there's only been a few people that we've really been, to, well, I've really been ch- chatting to on there. But that's been nice. It's been good fun. Yeah, I know. And then we're going to meet uh, a couple of people before we go in. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be nice. I'm people looking are, forward to that. You're looking forward to that, are you? Yes, definitely. Well, sort of like a calm before the storm moment. If you like. I know. Uh, so we're going to go to VA. We're going to go have a drink beforehand. And then we're going to go to this Ramed place. Ramed place, yeah. And see how it all goes down. Yeah. And what's even stranger is we now actually have clothes packed, ready to go for tomorrow morning. We're so organised. We're going to be really good. We're even going to be in bed before midnight tonight. Yep. It's, we're going to be so good, so mm-hmm. well behaved. <laughs> so uh, we should be getting our sex on in about three and a half minutes. Wow. I know. Um, you are spoiling me. <laughs> I didn't say four, three and a half minutes. It's only going oh. to last one minute. Is it not business time? <laughs> no, business hours are over. But you're wearing your business socks. Uh, I can see them. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Anyway, so that's what we've got going on tomorrow. Uh, the following week, we've got another party, a house party to go to. Right. We are so sociable right, right? now. Nailing it. Always parties. Yeah. And then the following week after that, we've got some special visitors coming to see us. Very excited about which that. Which we're very excited about. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, holy shit. Countdown to found desire. Absolute countdown to desire. I'm going to do a million press-ups just in case. <laughs> and one cock push-up a day. Because <laughs> one's all you need. Right? Yeah, one's all you need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Um, that's kind of what we've been doing and what we've been um, going on about. Yeah. Um, although I think we talked a lot, lot about this stuff last week, really, to be fair. We're just retreading our ground. Well, it's it's kind of on our minds right now. So. New money, old rope, old rope, new money, <laughs> whichever way around it is. There's some rope involved somewhere. All right. Okay, fine. So, 
our journey. Yes. Okay. Big bit. A big bit. Yeah. It so, was a, a chunky bit of journey. A chunky, chunky bit of journey. So yeah. this thing that we're about to talk about. So previously we mentioned that we've been to some parties. And in particular, the steampunk party going back mm-hmm. quite a while ago. So if you um, go back to episode, I don't know, probably two or three or something that's around there, thereabouts. Yeah, it's in our early foray into things. To be fair, anything less than the last episode feels early to me. <laughs> so like yes. episode 22. Fuck me, that was ages ago. It was literally years ago. That's so last year. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, actually, we've got to say thank you as well before we go any further. Okay. Um, Thanks. Yeah, thanks everyone. Um, we ha- you, why are you shrugging your shoulders? Because like, you're always saying thank you, and I don't know why. <laughs> well, there's 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 one reason particularly. Ah. Uh, well, actually, there's two things that we need to say. One is um, thank you um, very very much for downloading this podcast because this month we actually topped our total number of downloads. That we, well, this is the best month we've ever had. Oh, okay. So you know we won't talk numbers because that's rude. No, no person wants to hear our numbers. However. Um, thanks to your dedication and downloading this, um, you three people that listen time and time and time and time again and keep yeah, downloading Yeah, you guys it. are awesome. You've downloaded it. Yep, you've really <laughs> brought us to the top of the charts there for us. So we, we reached a personal best, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. And there's still more days left in the month. Wow. Oh, which is pretty cool, right? Yeah. So that's happened. Um, and the other thing um, that we've got to say, or we should say, is a massive, massive, huge congratulations to our friends C and D. Ah, a delightful swinging down under. Yeah, right? Mm. They got hitched. Nuptials. Nuptials. Everyone loves nuptials. Nutty goodness. <laughs> Can we say that? I don't know. Anyway. Well, you just did. Well, I did, yeah. So they got married. Yeah. That's fantastic. It is amazing. So we're very happy for them. We spoke to them recently. They were very, 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 very much loved up, which is fantastic. Um, so we wish them all the best. Congratulations. Well done, guys. Um, can't wait to meet you. Excellent. I know. We just dedicated a whole bit of our podcast just to them. They are very lucky. I know, right? Very, very <laughs> fortunate. Normally, I just like talking about me. And sometimes I talk about you if you're really lucky. Occasionally. Yeah, just I'm, about. Yeah, let out. Right. Okay. So back to our journey. So um, as I was saying, uh, many, many, many moons ago, we went to a steampunk... Steampunk? steampunk. <laughs> that, that, that steampunk party. Yes. Hang on. One smart fella, he felt smart. Yeah, we mentioned it. It's fine. <laughs> so if you try saying that out loud, it's really fun. Uh, get kids to say it. One smart fellow, he felt smart. Two smart fellows, they felt smart. Three smart fellows, they all felt smart. You're really good at this. I can't say it. I know you can't. It's brilliant. Go on. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So um, we went to this party with our unicorn and we met the organisers and they invited us back um, to uh, uh, some more parties with them, really. So we went to a couple, couple of their parties and um, we went on a couple of adventures with them. It was really good fun. We made some excellent, excellent friends that have been with us for a long, long time now. Yeah, still good friends with them. Still good friends. Um, and then they decided that they weren't going to do swing parties anymore. They were actually going to um, sort of segway. slide into... Yeah, slide into segway, transfer... Yeah. Transform. I knew you'd bring Transformers into it. What? So they decided that they wanted to refocus their efforts in a slightly different... A uh, kind of, a kind of different arena, I guess. Still within um, the swinging lifestyle to some extent, but more conscious kink. Well, yeah, they definitely moved into the conscious kink world, and they really wanted to um, build a sense of community. I think more than mm-hmm. anything else, especially around that conscious kink, and they really wanted to help people to get into um, some of the alternative parts. Not that the lifestyle isn't alternative, but... Do you mean like Tantra? Tantra and and Conscious Kink and BDSM and some other bits and bobs. So they actually um, were going to host uh, their first movement into this in in a big house um, up north. Yep, very up north. You know, um, where Mm -hmm. you know nothing John Snow. (laughs) Like past the wall and everything. So um, part of the, the people that we met and that were uh, part of this swinger contingent, uh, all agreed to go along, or a good chunk of them agreed to go along, and support them on their first venture. Yeah. Um, so it was quite a, you know, there was a good six, eight couples that we knew that were going along. Yeah, eight couples that we knew, and there was going to be a quite a, a number of people we hadn't met before. Yeah, about 30 people in a house. And they were sort of more into the kind of... Um, 
a little bit BDSM conscious kink kind of community, weren't they? Yeah. Well, that's their that was their kind of thing. So the idea was is that you we'd all stay in this house and we'd all have um, workshops. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was going to say bedrooms, but that's fine. oh. <laughs> we'd all have workshops to sleep in. <laughs> so the idea was is that we'd all have uh, bedrooms. Unfortunately, we had to share share bedroom. Yes, we did. Um, and they created quite, to be fair, they created quite a lot of rules around what could and couldn't be done in the house, uh, where you could play, where you couldn't play. Mm. And the idea was is that you'd go there and during the day there'd be a whole host of um, of interesting seminars and educational bits where you could explore things like uh, consent and tantric massage and BDSM, uh, BDSM and impact play and candle play mm-hmm. and all this, or wax play, candle play, whichever one. Wax play. Wax. Mike's lyrical. <laughs> um, all that sort of stuff was going to happen. And then in the evening, there was going to be a bit of a play party. And then the following day, there'd be even more demos that you can go along to and a bit more of a play party at the end of it. Yeah, that was how it was built. Yeah. So obviously, we, we knew quite a few people, a few pe- few of the people that are going along to this, and we knew some of the organisers. Uh, and there were also a whole host of people that had come in, actually, from all over Europe, really, to, to join this. Yeah, this there sort was of... um, some people from maybe Germany and Sweden, I think. There was quite a few different sort of people there we'd never met before, certainly. Yeah, so we, we, we rocked up on a sort of, was it Friday, I think, mm-hmm. possibly? And... Um, Basically, it was this gigantic, beautiful old house. Yeah, it was, it was a really lovely house. Really nice house uh, with amazing views all around. It was on the top of a huge hill. Mm. And um, with it had a front room that was like a living room that was gigantic. And had a massive fireplace in it. And this is where we started to find out that the weekend itself was <laughs> not necessarily to our tastes. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, and we all went along with an open mind. Yeah, I think we we all turned up with an open mind, but and and we, we have to apologise in advance because if we offend anyone with with um, our take on what we we witnessed, we're very sorry. It just was that this weekend, in many ways, wasn't for us, and was quite a different sideline from the getting your head around just sleeping with somebody else. To um, well, mm-hmm. let's just say on the first. First, when we first rocked up, we all had to gather around in a big circle and they started burning sage. <laughs> and then they asked us to write down what our wishes were for the for the weekend. Our commitments. Our commitments and what we wanted to get out of it and mm-hmm. write it down and put it into a plant. <laughs> uh, and then that plant had to breathe and live or something for, for, the, whole weekend. for the whole weekend until we took our wishes out. Uh, and burned them to ensure that they were, uh, I don't know, part of the elements or something. We, there was a lot of element. There was a lot well, at play. And then one of the organisers walked around the circle, banging a drum, calling forth the wind, the elements. the elements, wind and fire, fire in particular for some reason. Yeah. So, I mean, we're a little bit sceptical of certain things. Well, when you say we are sceptical, I am very sceptical. And it's kind of hard not to laugh when you're in that situation. Well, I With think I was probably quite rude and I did laugh a lot. Well, I think I think one of the things was is that the, um, the the swingers that we knew that were there at this particular <laughs> event uh, were also a little bit sceptical. And this is like venturing into like West Side Story. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's the opposing <laughs> it forces. Very much opposing uh, demographics of people there. So... The, the swingers, if you like, which uh, with with the playful. Uh, hey, let's have a party. Let's, just let's go let, and have sex. Somewhere. Let's get drunk and have, have some sex. Versus this tree hugging lot, and I I say that lightly because I'm I'm being humorous, of course. I wouldn't dream of like just. I think you're bigging yourself people. up. I don't think you've ever managed humorous yet. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't dream of branding a whole community of people in that way. But what I would say is, it was very obvious there were two opposing sides, as you say. The, the ones who just thought we'd rock up and have a fun weekend with some booze and some music and have a bit of a play session. Listen, listen with a little bit of a mix stuff. Of, of stuff, yeah. Right. Uh, as opposed to that we take this very fucking seriously and we are into all this tantric, elemental type stuff. And it was new to us. It was at this point when they asked us <laughs> what we liked <laughs> and I discovered that I could do a, a little finger impression. <laughs> oh, yes. Sansa, I always loved your mother. 
that the that they really descended into chaos. Yeah, I, I don't think they appreciated uh, um, our mad humour. <laughs> no, and we weren't the only ones, really. I think <laughs> there there were a number of the swingers were were really finding the whole thing very humorous and not necessarily to the taste. It did become very divided. Mm, it, it it really did. So, in terms of the actual things that went on, so we'll talk to. We'll tell you. A li- we'll talk to you. We're going to do that anyway. We'll tell you a little bit about some of the different things we experienced and what we thought of them, and then we'll tell you a bit about the sort of party elements, and then hopefully we'll we'll round it up with a bit of funny stories. That well, it's all going to have some funny stories in it because it's us. Hopefully, that's the theory anyway. Yeah. So the first big session of the day was all about consent, wasn't it? Yes. Um, and okay, I I realise consent exists in. <laughs> I'm amazed that it exists in this country at all, quite frankly. <laughs> However, um, I think there was there is a sort of common sense. If you want to say no to something, you can say no to something. Yeah. And if you want to do something, you have to ask. Yeah, but but this was like a good hour and a half session of uh, how to get what you want and say no to what you don't want. Mm. For example, consent and action. Mrs H, can I finger blast you now? You may not. See, I'm not going to do Top it. Top time. I know, nailed it. Literally. Didn't take an hour and a half. It didn't, right? <laughs> Mrs. H, would you like me to give you a kiss? Well, that'd be lovely. Oh, you're going to have to wait because we're wait, recording. Wait, is building up to you want a transformer? You but may not. I've already ordered one of those. <laughs> it's already on the way. Coming fresh from uh... Japan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, moving swiftly onwards. So we spent this whole time um, in these workshops talking about consent, which was, it's a very valuable exercise. But these are grown people. They're adults. Most of them are swingers that have been in the lifestyle for more than three years. And probably know how to turn someone down if they're not interested. Well, you say this, and we're (laughs) going to come back to this. Remember this, gentle listeners, that we talked about consent for a good hour and a half. And during this whole session, they had rope around people and you had to try and get into their bubble by forcing your way in through the power of language, which is quite interesting. I think I asked my partner if he wanted a bacon sandwich and it worked. Really? I was in like a shot. Really? Like a tramp on chips. Like a tramp... A pigeon chips. Tramp on chips. Tramp on chips. Would you like a bacon sandwich? He was like, oh, yeah. There we go. I'm in the circle. Right, circle of trust. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. So we, we had all these exercises, so that was mm-hmm. interesting. Then what else did we do? We had a tantric demonstration, didn't we? We... Oh, it was hot as balls. And bearing in mind, all the time, God. they continued throughout the day. And I don't to... mean hot in a hot, hot way. I mean hot as in the room was so... Fucking hot. I couldn't think straight. <laughs> well, it was a very hot October. And um, bearing in mind, they had the fireplace on the whole time. And they were still continuing to burn the shit burn out of sage. sage the whole time. I mean, I was really Why? hankering for sagey and bacon is, and garlic is potatoes. This like witches? I don't know. Where is the sage? Which is ridiculous. Where is the... <laughs> I've Look, got a theory. Bunnies are just cute <laughs> like you. Anyway, moving swiftly away from Buffy. Um, so we had had this tantric demo where um, they gave uh, a volunteer woman a massage and a volunteer guy a massage. Yes, um, I did. Which was a bit weird and mm. that we had to sort of sit there and watch it. My, my, the business end was um, a sight to behold. Yeah, we didn't get the business ends, fortunately. Oh, I'm very glad that we didn't. Yeah. <laughs> but in a room with people that are generally a bit giggly, it probably wasn't the best thing for them to try and oh, do. Oh, we were already a little bit heated by the uh, uh, the fire and the sage, of course. But um, also the amusing workshop, which we giggled our way through. Yeah, didn't help, did it? No, it didn't. It really didn't help. And we'd been cooped up in the room for a good couple of hours and we were had a bit of cabin fever by this point. Yeah, we, we did really. Then we had a... We weren't allowed to drink. Oh, no. We weren't. So there were all these rules about the house uh, and, and about because they were doing all these workshops, which is very sensible. That's really the right thing to do because if you're um, sort of going into the world of BDSM and other things, then you don't want people drinking at all. Of course, you need to clear head. I understand that. But trying to contain a bunch of people who clearly want to party was quite the challenge. And I would have killed for a glass of wine. You would have done, quite literally. So and we, we had to wear some pyjamas, right? And it wasn't pajamas. It was like uh, yoga stretchy Lounge pants. Lounge pants. Sometimes stretchy it's pants. okay to wear some stretchy pants. <laughs> so we uh, we we experienced a uh, BDSM uh, workshop as well. So there was actually we had a rope play piece. Yes, where we had lots of rope tying and yeah. Uh, oh, what's it called? 
Shibari. Yeah, Shibari, something like that. So we did that. That was quite fascinating. You quite enjoyed that. That was quite fun. I I was just more intrigued by the intricacy of the rope tying. I wasn't really sure once I was tied up what I was going to do. But what you did is is listen to me go dun 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 dun. So they gave us um some interesting demos in that. Then we had a um. A bit of impact play, didn't we? That was quite fun. I quite enjoyed that. You quite enjoyed that. I'm not a huge fan, generally, of uh, the FET scene or BDSM. It's not my cup of tea, generally. Mm. I like some mild, playful kind of, you know, element of that play. But I don't take it very seriously, maybe. Mm -hmm. So it was was an interesting foray into it, an an introduction. Uh, I don't think I would go forward really heavily involved in it. Mm. But I liked the sort of... You know, the, the array of floggers and the, you know, the, the different sensations. And that was all quite quite good, really. I mm-hmm. quite enjoyed it. Then we had the wax play. Fuck off with wax. Never again. So <laughs> we, were, we, were all, we were all with our partners. Oh. And some people were just sat there dripping the little bits of the... And it was, you know, proper wax that they you're supposed to use. Play proper candles, play candles. And they were, you know, a couple of inches away from... From the backs of people or oh. boobs and everything like that and dripping the wax off. Not Mrs. H. No, no. Oh, no. So that, it was too hot for you, wasn't it? You could have been like three metres away. And I well, I was stood on a it. fucking sofa with my hand in the air, almost like I was trying to work Big Bird and become a fucking Muppeteer, dropping wax on you and it was still fucking too hot. Honestly, you were like, ah! I hated it. I'm melting! I hated it. I, yeah, I... Yeah, I know, right? I don't know if you realise, but I really didn't like I it. I know you really didn't like it. And oh, I really you... wanted to because it was so pretty, all the different colours. We did leave out a moment, actually, about the impact play and that we had another fella Ooh, team up with us. We did. We did. So yes, you quite enjoyed that. So And the vampire glove. And the vampire glove, which we'll come back to on another mm. episode, I think. We'll talk about that as a bit of a review at some point. I like that. I know you do. Back to the horrible... One vampire candles. glove. <laughs> So the candle play, you did not I, like. I hated that. Especially having had two guys spoil you with lots of fun little spanks and whips and all sorts Why of things like that. dripping this horrible wax on me? You were already dripping at that point. <laughs> but you, I have to say, you were not a fan either of the wax well, play Well, I didn't mind it as much. But you didn't get anything out of it. No, not really. I mean, to be fair, you're a lot shorter than I am, so it was a lot closer to me. <laughs> <laughs> And you have a lot more hair than me. That's true. On your chest. Well, on my chest. Well, <laughs> so... you, you, your beard is really coming along, Gimli. It's Gandalf to you. <laughs> no, but... no, I think you'll find it's Gimli. <laughs> but it was horrible to get off afterwards, wasn't it? The, the wax. <laughs> oh my god! I, I Do you find it really that. hard? To... Well, literally. I find it really hard to get up... off afterwards. Yeah, yeah I know you I did. did. Well, and so we then we then retired to what was going to be a play party or had some time to get ready we had time to go and get rid of the awful wax and have some showers and get ready for the evening which was a play party and we were going to be allowed some alcohol yes and we were going to be allowed to wear shoes in the the i know shoes in the the living room it was like the venga boys all at once It's like we were a bunch of naughty gremlins finally let off the leash. Well, and we were about to be fed after midnight. So we, we, we all got dressed up for it. Yes. Everyone was looking really good. Yeah, we had there some was... nice drinks and we had a bit of kind of like banter going on, you know, with our, with our friend group. Yeah. Who were all like, yeah. And some of our friend group, it's safe to say we hadn't had a ch- chance to play with, but we were really, really keen to play with them. Yeah. So it was going to be our chance mm-hmm. to catch up with them in a sexy way. Yeah, we were kind of really looking forward to that that weekend. Yeah, it was cool, right? Mm-hmm. So um, we go into the, we step into the play party, and it's all a bit again. It's back to calling the elements. Oh God, we had to it, get in a circle again and call the bloody elements. Three deep breaths and say what was on our mind. <laughs> um, and again, you know, a bunch of swingers. They just want to. They just wanted to get party. Down and have a party. Well, and party, yeah. And they didn't. They wanted a bit of footloose and some well, drinks and. Well, they a didn't want the footloose because in the room itself. Ah, uh, well, no. It, it right. was a little bit. Like a seance. It was a bit like a sort of. I won't say sexy seance. 
sexy seance. <laughs> That's sexy Sadie, isn't it? Anyway, um, it, it was a, just a little bit, um, as Mrs. H said, tree huggery. It really was. I think in terms of the it approach. Was all a bit, a bit ostentatious, really. A little bit too tantric, yeah. perhaps. Which really wasn't sitting to this our taste. This was a bit party. So we went and sat in the kitchen. And take your clothes off. Well, somebody <laughs> stole some of your fizz. Do you remember that? Fuck me, she was rude. <laughs> oh my God. I bought a bloody magnum of Prosecco with me because I was organised. Mm. And we, we all bought our drinks and we, you know, we were happy to share like the drinks and make drinks for each other. If you say, hey, do you want some of my drink? I was on cocktail form that night. Yeah, you made some banging cocktails. There was a queue. For my anyway, services. this magnum of fucking Prosecco, which was beautiful, mm-hmm. uh, I was I was sharing it with a couple of the ladies that were with me, and they were, you know, that's fine, because they bought their bottles as well. This fucking Scandinavian tart walks in, just takes it out and helps herself and pours two glasses and then swans off again. That harlot. Fucking hobag. <laughs> I was livid. I know you were livid. And they were livid as well. They were like, ha- who... who Hang on, who do you think you are? I had to make you two cocktails just to calm you down. <laughs> Seriously. But it was quite funny because we, we basically anyway. started our own. Manners. Um, we, we manners maketh manners. man. All right, calm down. Gosh. <laughs> we had to, we basically created our own little party in the kitchen, which was we gigantic. Did, which was great. So I brought my own music down and was controlling music while making cocktails. Yeah. And then. And you're dangerous when you control the music. And the cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> and then I decided that all the women needed to dance. Mm-hmm. So I put Footloose on and led a whole house of women into a Footloose into Dirty Dancing. Into a frenzy. Into a frenzy. Whipped them up into a frenzy, it, dear. It was magical. I was like the Pied Piper of Hamlet. <laughs> well, maybe not quite that successful. but You're on form. I was on form. And what was really interesting is that if you went into the playroom... It was very, very... Oh, it was, it was weird. But it was in like the, the kitchen, people... It was like the um, the human centipede. It was a little bit. God. We all joined at the the hip and the, the knee and we were like swarthy like I think bits of mouth. I think there, there was a massage circle going on, I think is what I you know referred. I don't know what the fuck it was. So it, it was, was about like six or seven people all, all naked in a circle sort of massaging Moaning each other back. And... But it looked more like there were monkeys picking off fleas. <laughs> so... We, we kind of started, well, as I said, we started our own party. So you you could go into the kicking kitchen where everyone was jumping up and down and dirty dancing yeah. and partying like it was 1999 or something, <laughs> which is quite cheap for a party. And um, Or you could go into the human centipede room. The human centipede room. And join the collective. <laughs> one of us. One of us. So we, we finally... Um, we didn't talk them, but we, we it, it, things started escalating. So we yeah. we grabbed um, four four couples, three four couples. Four at first. Four at first. Mm-hmm. Uh, to come upstairs with us into our little shared room with our with our friends that are staying with us, which is perfect, and proceeded to have our own little party upstairs <laughs> in the loft on the top floor. On the top floor. So we shut our door. Yeah, and there was a, a you know it was, it, it was a traffic light system that was explained to us when we got into the house. So if you had a red tie on the door, it meant don't come in. If you if your door was open or it was green, it meant you could go on in. Yeah. So our door was shut. We had a red thing on the thing, and um, now I like to bring a little bit of a party with me wherever I go. So we had uh, sexy games going on. We had Star Wars porn projected onto the ceiling. We had a banging music <laughs> system, and I continued to knock out cocktails. Um, Whilst having some sexy fun with people. So we took the party upstairs. Yeah, we took literally... Our own party. <laughs> made our own party with our sexy friends upstairs. Yeah, and we left the human centipede with their conjoined muffs and mouths downstairs. Yeah, and it was a <laughs> it was a banging night, wasn't it? Was it was really good. It was really fun. Yeah. Now, at one point, we got a knock on the door, didn't we? <laughs> yes, we did. And this couple that we know... But mm. we have no real... And we've made it quite clear that we have no real interest in playing in. No, there was no sexual attraction there. Um, knocked on the door. They didn't ask to come in, but they opened the door, didn't they? Knocked and came in. And came in. Mm-hmm. And wanted to join us. And we were clearly in a state of undress. And things yes. were clearly happening in the room. And once again... Everyone in the fucking room turned to me <laughs> to negotiate them getting because out of there. You're 
nice. Because I'm nice. You're so Jedi in your ways. You don't need to enter our sex den. Right, you should have said that. These aren't the droids you're looking for. <laughs> well, I... and uh, Everyone I, else would have been like, look, fuck off, we're busy. But you, you're nice. So we looked to you for the diplomatic response. So I, I basically had to say, we're Gave really, diplomatic really sorry, guys. We've been waiting for a very long time to play with these people. Yes. Could we have some privacy, please? Effectively was what I said, but I probably said it a bit nicer than that. You said it very nicely. And then the funny thing was, they then said, oh, you guys are clearly um, in the middle. We've just interrupted um, um, a, a, a whatever, a foursome, an orgy, whatever you're doing. They they obviously knew what they were interrupting, and then kind of it got really awkward. (laughs) Mm. It got more awkward when, after said micro-orgy thing was... Micro-orgy. Yeah, was was finished, and we went downstairs to get another drink. And to get toasted sandwiches. And some toasted sandwiches. And we found the female half of that couple very... Inconsolable. Yes. Yeah. Not inconceivable, no, but no. inconsolable. <laughs> Apparently we made one of life classic blunders. <laughs> which wasn't never going for civilian when death is on the line. It wasn't that. It was apparently rejecting them. Despite the fact that we spent Near hours, two hours going, going over, over consent and rejection and rejection. Boundaries. Boundaries. And how to approach things and understanding people's rules. And also you'd been very, very nice in saying, we'd like to just keep this to us, to the people in the room. Yeah. But the fact, I think what I found very difficult is that they'd actually pushed ourselves, pushed themselves into that situation. Yeah. They'd been really brave by, in their own words, they, they said, but we really put ourselves out there and try to join in because we're shy kind of thing. Yeah. And we were like, but why would you misread those signals? <laughs> well, it, and, and, and put yourself into that position. But anyway. Yeah, it made, it was a very difficult conversation. It was really awkward. And I spent a good two hours. There was yeah. a lot of two hour sessions. Everything seemed to happen in two hours <laughs> in that, 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 that trip. Two hours? Two hours. Two hours. <laughs> although Yoko doesn't really sound like that. She's more shrill and more angry. <laughs> um, although she didn't perk up then, I noticed even though I said her name, just ignoring me. Much like the couple that entered our room, really. Anyway, so I spent a good couple of hours chatting to this this, this woman and, and sort of really trying to help her understand that not everyone's going to play with you in the lifestyle. And bear in mind, they've been in the lifestyle far longer than we have oh, yeah. at this point. And you just have to roll with the punches and sometimes people won't want to play with you. Oh, I know. And that's that's the reality. I mean, no, granted, no one likes rejection because nobody likes to be told no because... You can't help but sometimes take that personally that, why, what's wrong with me? Mm. But it's going to happen. That's the thing. You... Loads of people reject me. <laughs> they don't. I mean, you reject me on a minute-by-minute minute <laughs> basis. I wasn't able to finger-bang you earlier, for example. Right. You took that really well. I know. But, I, I mean, this goes back to, like, in our first sort of couple of months in, in the lifestyle, I think. I think we had, like, a message on, once on Fab that said oh, thanks, but no thanks, you're not for us. And we, oh my God, we were distraught. Do you remember? Yeah, we were devastated. Well, the funny thing was, and this is not what really... Not because we particularly wanted to... We, we didn't want to fucking play with them. We with weren't the fact, even that interested. The fact it was that just... somebody had said, we don't like you. Yeah, we just wanted to meet them and catch and, and see what they were like. And it's, you've got to have broad shoulders, I think, and just take it that... I do. You're not going to like... People I've got sometimes. really broad shoulders. <laughs> I've been working out. Don't offer, you know, bed operation desire is it's it's it, full on. It's still going on. So yeah, so overall the week the weekend it ended up with a bit of a you know, a few weird moments. <laughs> yeah. And I think for us what we discovered is that actually whilst we 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 dabble in 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 the world of kink a little bit and some of the some of the edges of that, um the actual educational piece whilst interesting wasn't I think the way it was communicated wasn't to our style. No, definitely not. Um, I think we, we did learn a lot of stuff and we did manage to find out a few things, uh, find a few things that we did like and we did like to experience. Um, but overall, chucking a load of swingers who were just up for a really good party and time away <laughs> into an environment where they had to sit down and be educated and have to take things very seriously probably wasn't the best move. It was a really odd 
um, really odd mix, actually, and it didn't blend very well, did it? No, because the, the, you literally did have two sides, one the, the very much the conscious kink and the sage-burning world. and The and, elementals. And, and the elements and all that sort of stuff on one side, and then the, the party-hearty swingers on the yeah. other. And I think what's, what's, what was particularly upsetting is that we had been to some of those parties. We had experienced some of the fun elements with them before. And those times were fantastic. They were great, great parties. Mm-hmm. And the atmosphere was amazing. But this shifted things, I think. And, and really, I don't think anyone uh, from from the old school of it was prepared for such a substantial shift in that direction. No. And it was and quite a rift then. It, yeah, it did create quite a, quite mm. a rift. And, you know, loads of stuff happened throughout the course of that weekend. And, and ultimately, we, we kind of don't really... Um, hang around with those those guys anymore apart from the friends that we had That's after right. our room yeah. and they've become effectively lifelong friends for us which is yeah. fantastic so overall our experience at the event was, was quite mixed we've got a lot of fun memories and a lot of fun that we've taken out of it that we actually, you know, it's become part of our lexicon to say take three mm-hmm. deep breaths we also consider burning sage to be um, quite strange now, and if we see burning <laughs> sage, have a tendency to run um, a mile. Yeah, but I think it's fair to say it also set us on a slightly, um, a slightly more resolute course in our lifestyle journey. Then, because we focused more on what we had enjoyed, yes. which was meeting the lovely people and focusing on the kind of not party side, but the the fun. Yeah, the fun of it. And we we don't propose to take things so seriously. Really, because that's not what we're about. We like to have a bit of fun, mm. but at the same time have some great connections. I know, right? Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, how about just the tip? Doesn't matter if you're old or young, listen up for some sexy fun. We've got advice, so let it rip. Don't go balls deep, because it's just the tip. <laughs> just the tip. Hmm. What are we talking about this week? Well, actually... It's a bit of an ongoing thing. So the last couple of weeks, we've talked about communication from messaging people uh, to getting in touch with them to um, chatting to them on kick. So one of the things we there's been a bit of a theme for this week is around rejection. So we talked a little bit earlier about how we had to reject a couple. Yeah. Uh, We talked a little bit about boundaries and some of the Mm -hmm. stuff that we explored there. So I think I think it's a good shout for us to talk Mm -hmm. about rejection, how to handle it. Yeah. And how to do it. How to dish it out. How to dish it out. Oi, you bastard. We don't <laughs> want to spend any more time with you. We ate your guts, you fucking asshole. I'm not Some... sure if you sound like Arctic Monkeys or Oasis there, but like a weird amalgamation of some rock band. Really? Yeah. Oh, nice. I'm going to do that all the time now. Please don't. <laughs> I don't want to be rejected by the Arctic Monkeys. <laughs> do you not? No. Oh. Feels weird. Really? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> But it wasn't quite a, a Sheffield. In, <laughs> is it Sheffield that they're from? I don't, I'm not what? sure. Man- Mancunian? Well, that's, no, no, that's no. Oasis. Oasis. Right? Oasis okay. And Manchester. Yeah, okay. Well, anyway. Yes. If you ever find yourself being rejected by a bunch of Mancunian Sheffield people. Yeah. <laughs> here's how to cope with this. Yes. How to cope <laughs> running away from the Arctic monkeys. <laughs> Number one. Run. <laughs> but what if they sing at you? <laughs> <laughs> So, what, what about if you look good on the dance floor and you have to run away? I knew you were going to do that. That's the, that I was, the thing was, as I thought about making the same joke and I thought, no, it's a shit joke. I'm, even I'm not going to allow myself to do it. I went there. Yeah, I know you went there. Mm. you got to roll with it. I knew you'd say that. I fucking knew you'd say that. <laughs> look, you're not going into a segue of uh, Oasis puns. It'll just take you to that next week. What? No. Really? You don't should. do it. No, I can see you thinking of them. I... Don't. No. Why are you holding your nose like you're in a Punch and Judy no. show? No, don't. That's the way to do it. <laughs> I can see you thinking of them. Rift is just a tip. <laughs> anyway, we've got you're to carry just on. Just a step away from like saying, look, stop crying your heart out or something along those lines. No, I don't get it. No. No. Right, let's move away me, from Oasis. Come what? On. Stop. What? No. What? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, rejection. (laughs) (laughs) This is not how you take rejection. No. (laughs) So I think the first thing to talk about is actually what happens if you get rejected. If you send your message to the couple and they come back to you and say, "Um, we're really sorry, we're not interested. Or 
How often have you been rejected? Pretty much all my life. That is not true. I'm generally rejected quite a lot. You are not. I'm sure that's not true. Yeah, it is true. And the grand... No, you're so nice. How can people reject you? I know. That's what I thought. (laughs) Maybe it was the ego of me saying that. Maybe. How can you reject me? I'm so nice. I'm so good, honestly. I've got all these skills. Um, Okay. So, how, how often have you been rejected? Very rarely. Fucking hell, the ego on you. There's me who has a lifelong rejection... And there's you. Yeah, fuck it. I... All right. So, so. All right. Okay. We, we as a couple have been mm, rejected a, a few times. It has happened. It, don't sound so fucking egotistical. Of course, it, it fucking saying, happens. Of course, it has happened. Okay. Yes, it does. Yes. Yes, I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. It happens. It happens. It's not nice though. It's it's it can be nice actually. It in the one situation when you're like, I really don't want to have to play with them. I really didn't like them after a social, and I'm like, I'm I'm like now I've got to write a note to them and say, oh guys, I'm sorry that spark wasn't there. It's all blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> and then we get, hey guys, we're really sorry. We, mm. we just didn't think it was there. Um, thanks. Bye. And I'm like, yes, best fucking day ever. But do you not feel that little stab of disappointment and think? Why don't you like it? It depends on how much I really dislike them. Mm, okay. If I genuinely dislike them, I'm like, I, I, I don't mind. But if 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 I was kind of like, mm, they're okay, but not really, then I'm a bit like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> like, I think it's hard not to take rejection personally, though. I think... In any kind of, in any situation, whether it be your professional life, your home life, your, your dating life, whatever it is, any rejection... It's it's human nature to take that personally. Well, like when I shaved my beard off and the dog just wouldn't recognise me. That was hard, right? That was heartbreaking. God, she did not like you. A little shit bag. <laughs> it's the way she looked at you and ran off. I know. Like, what a fucking oh, scumbag. Wow, even the dog doesn't like you. <laughs> fucking treacherous wench. Anyways, so I think the thing about rejection is, uh, and especially within the lifestyle, is is that you have to be able to maintain the moment or or, or the ability to reject someone and Mm -hmm. actually say um, no. And that's so important in the lifestyle because, you know, whether that's someone asking them to do something or if you don't like something, you could be in the middle of having sex and you still need to be able to say, you know what, no. It's either not working or I'm not taking one for the team. Whatever it is, yeah. Well, if they're midway through ploughing you and you start saying, I'm not taking one for the team, you've probably let it go on a bit too far. Your brave brave ramping up needs to start possibly a little bit before that happens. But you do have to be able to say no, and that's such an important thing. So your right to be able to reject someone um, is equally as important as their right to be able to reject you. Mm. And reject is such a horrible word. But decline you or say, no, thank you. Decline. Sounds really sad. Does it? I'm declining you. I'm declining you. <laughs> Thank you for your delightful advances. However, it's a no from me. Wow. For that reason, I'm out. It's like Dragon's <laughs> Den all over again. Although I don't know if our uh, American and Australian uh, colleagues will have... Um, no, I don't think so. Dragon's Den, you know, where people uh, have a great business idea and put it in front of some vaguely celeb-like millionaires to get some funding. Yeah. Yeah, the British one. It's got Duncan Bannantyne. Yeah. For that reason, is out <laughs> all the time. Oh yeah, he's a tough one to please, isn't he? He's always out. Well, you'd like to try. What with Duncan Ballantyne? Yeah, I think you would. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, you would. Oh no, he's not my thing at all. Really? I'd reject him. Mm. <laughs> Who were we talking about that was your thing earlier? Out of interest. Oh, I remember. Go on. It was um, Taron Egerton, wasn't it? Now, he's not my thing. He is your thing. No, he's not. Look at, look at that little smile. No. You can't see her little smile, actually. I've just realised that we're on a podcast <laughs> and you're not actually recording this through my eyes. However, Mrs. H is grinning away to herself and trying not to say something here. He Okay. <laughs> he's not my thing, he's a generally. Bit, he is a little bit. <clears throat> However, there's something about him that's just a little bit cheeky. A little bit cheeky. A little bit. Really. He's a bit of a rough diamond. A rough diamond. Yeah, a bit of a rogue. Really. It was his performance in Sing, wasn't it, where he did... Um... No, it was not really? his performance in Sing. Was it Eddie the Eagle? No, God, no. Is it the, the uh, just-released no. picture of him as Elton John mm-hmm. that's done it for you? No, it's him in Kingsman. 
Is it really? It's him in a suit. suit. Yeah, I know you were going to say that. It was blatantly obvious. He's just a little bit cheeky. He's a little bit cheeky. Is it the the promise of anal at the end of the first film that that lured you in? Yes, dear. That's exactly what it was. That's what I thought it was. Mm -hmm. Anyway, rejection. Yeah. Back onto it. (laughs) That was a bit of a segue, wasn't it, really? Quite literally. Um, Anal with Taron Egerton. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Our next podcast, Anal with Taron Egerton. (laughs) Anal with celebs. <laughs> Can we cover anal with Jack Black, please, first? Really? Yeah, why not? Do you want anal with Jack Black? No, not really. Really? No. Who would you have anal with? Oh, this is a really hard question. Your first answer should be fucking me. <laughs> Thanks, though. Such a supportive wife. So we're talking about rejection, of which I am increasingly becoming more familiar with. <laughs> So, as I'm I was joking. saying, yeah, yeah, sure, I know what you're saying. Oh, okay, so who would you have, uh, what celebrity would you have anal with? You, you're a celebrity now, a famous podcast, isn't it? <laughs> well, okay. Plus, the mm. correct answer is, I know that for us, anal's off the table, so it wouldn't be possible anyway. You should never have anal on a table. It's not very comfortable. Right. <laughs> Fine. You can talk about rejection then. I'm going to sit here and sulk. <laughs> you can't sit here and sulk. I can, I'm sulking already. <laughs> It's bants, isn't it? I'm just joking. Total bants. <laughs> Fucking you and your bants. Anyway. You caught me with my bants down. Archbishop Banterbury. Right. So rejection. The important thing is, is that we all retain the right to say no and actually reject people. So it's really important that we understand that um, actually rejection is just someone not wanting to proceed with you. Mm-hmm. And you have every right to do the same to them. Yes. Not in a kind of a revenge way. Like when you say... Oh, I quit. And your boss says, no, you're fired. And it's like, no, who's no, done it? You're dumped first. <laughs> yeah. I was going to dump you anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that, that's exactly. So it's not that. It's more a case of um, the, the, the the want to, uh, or, or the realisation that everyone has that option to say that. And yeah. sometimes when you get your head around that, that can actually make taking rejection much better. Because it means there might be a situation where you need to reject someone that's not for you, or it's not quite working, or for whatever reason, and you need to play that card. I agree. And sometimes a rejection card doesn't make itself apparent until um, actually maybe you're already in a situation. You got a card? Yeah, do you not have a rejection card? No. Wow, you should get one. They're really easy. Everyone just rejects me by app. (laughs) (laughs) It's a new thing from Apple. I reject. (laughs) You don't even have to swipe anywhere. You just just tell Siri to do it. So go on, you were saying so eloquently. I was trying to say it's not necessarily the case that rejection happens at the beginning of these interactions because actually you may get as far as, you know, um, uh, an actual play date and what might have been a a really good match initially under the sort of, you know, social getting to know you thing. Mm -hmm. And then it may be that actually in the play date there is no chemistry there after all or something's not quite right or... Yeah. Ah, the infamous pushing the escape key lots. <laughs> abort, abort, quit. Red this alert. Not what I thought. <laughs> yes, red alert. Wouldn't it be great if we could just have a red alert button? Oh, there's probably an app for it, to be fair. <laughs> but it, it seems a bit like, you know, you have to, like, all right, excuse me, can you just stop going down on me for a moment? I just need to grab my phone. Hang on, just. <laughs> no, 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 just don't do anything. Red alert. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I, it just doesn't work as well as it as it should do, really, does it? Well, it just could be that they're just not doing it for you physically and actually you just don't want to invest the effort into trying to get them to, to do what you do need them to do because what, maybe you just to, don't fancy them. You do, 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 do. Oh, do, 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 don't they, though? Do. So we talked a bit about your your right to rejection, but mm. what, so if you're, if you're rejected, what can what sort of tips would you give people to help get them through that situation. So obviously we've spoken about knowing that you've got a right to reject somebody else, mm-hmm. which can be a very powerful tool in itself. But what things would you recommend that people do to get them through that? So is this rejection coming verbally or in a written form? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I am rejecting you. So I've so say, for example, mm. you've messaged me and you said, hey, Mr. H, let's hook up. It's going to be really awesome, source sex and all that sort of stuff. And I went, I'm sorry, I don't think we're a great match. But that was a really winning line as well. I know, you put a lot of effort <laughs> into that message. Granted, you listened to our previous two podcasts and figured out the best way to communicate with me. 
However, I've decided it's a no-go. What would you? What do you do? What, when you've rejected me? Yeah. How do you get your head around that? Well... Do you go down a plenty mm, of fish in the sea route? Uh, well, I think it's fair to say you just... You just have to... You're not dating these people. No. So it's you're important not, to remember not, that, isn't it? Yeah. You, these, these people are just people that might come and go in your life on a temporary basis. Or they might turn out to be people that you want to play with long term. Mm-hmm. So they might go and come. <laughs> so you, you can't get bent out of shape over something that's not ever going to be a relationship. Because your relationship is with your other half. So you would say that it's important to remember... Yeah. The whole thing in terms of the lifestyle. You have to put it into context. Exactly. Yeah. That's a really good tip because I think sometimes it's too easy to get carried away in the thrill of the chase and thinking this is all going to align. And it's really important to remember that actually there's no guarantee and it is just a fleeting passing moment. It's not the love of your life. It's just a connect, like a brief connection in time. And really what you're hoping for is chemistry. Because that's important. Mm-hmm. And if it's not there, it's not there. Sometimes. You, you can't force it. I'm hoping for um, geography. <laughs> Sometimes a bit of physics. All right, and what about the biology? What about the trigonometry? Wait, this is like a Sam Cooke song, right? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't care much about the French I took. <laughs> Something like that. Or what a slide rule is for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Does anyone know what a slide rule is for? Uh, some complicated maths problem. I think it's for straight lines. Oh. This is why I didn't do well in maths. Maybe. I kept playing around with the slide rule. <laughs> rule goes up, rule goes down, rule goes up, rule goes down. So, anything else you want to add to rejection? <coughs> uh, <coughs> um, it's going to happen. It's inevitable. At some point, you, you will encounter it, I think, in, in yeah. lifestyle. It's fair to say, because... It, People are so incredibly diverse and what you're looking for is is actually quite difficult to match up sometimes. Yeah. Especially great. if there's four of you trying to all get in the moons to align. There's going to be times when it's not going to work out for at least one or two of you. So uh, it's bound to be a, a point where someone somewhere along the line says, no, it's not working for me. And I think as a couple, it's useful to have discussed what happens if one mm. of you gets rejected and the other doesn't. Yeah. To have that in mind in terms of what, how you're going to react. Do you take one for the team? Never. Do you... Uh, some couples might. Or some couples might. Or do you proceed and let the other one just sit there and twiddle their thumbs? Or Everyone has a different approach. They do. And, but, and some couples are happy to play separately. Of course. And that's why you just talking about this stuff in advance can often be a really useful tool as well. I think if you're going to reject someone, I think generally no one likes a horrible message. No. But you don't... You don't necessarily have to deliver a shit sandwich either. <laughs> no, again, you don't really owe people um, a kind of explanation like they're breaking up with you. Mm. It is a simple thanks, but no thanks, but have fun. Yeah, we, we, we you, gave you a kiss. You'll probably find someone better. And I remember your teeth grinding against my gums <laughs> and therefore uh, it's a no-go for us. <laughs> you don't have to make it personal, do you? No, you don't, you don't have, to, you don't have to make it personal. And I think it's really... it's. It's important to, to reject people rather than just ghost. Because oh, that, that's awful. Because that can... That's rude. Yeah, I agree with you. But it's better to say, actually, I don't think this is going to work out between us. Thank you, but And how many adventures. times have we seen the odd, the odd status update on these profiles saying, oh, God, it's so annoying when people just don't reply to you. Actually, it'd be easier if someone just replied with a simple, straightforward no. Yeah. So I can just move on. No! Computer I like says it. no. <laughs> just a straightforward no sometimes is like, all right, we're done. I'll move on from that. I know. Yeah, however. So that was our just the tip for this week. Mm. So we've already told you about what we're doing next week. In yes. fact, what we're doing for pretty much the next three weeks or four weeks. Rest of the year. <laughs> pretty much the rest of the year. Yeah, there's loads of stuff going on. But don't worry, you know, we'll probably tell you again next week. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Tune in next week to hear more of what we did last week. <laughs> Yeah, the Bedhopper's calendar. <laughs> well, the infamous diary. We do have an infamous diary. It's right here. It's it's full of infamy. And it is full. Is it? Mm-hmm. It's not totally full. I think we've got some spare, some spare space in um, October somewhere. A little. The end of October, <laughs> maybe. We'll see. But the rate of things which things are things of which what 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 what. So the rate of which things get cancelled 
Hmm. It wouldn't surprise me that um, that we end up with some free space. And of course, we've got our couple to catch up with that were that had to cancel the other day. Yes. Fingers crossed we'll be able to catch Lots up with Lots of fun to be had going forward, I think. Exactly. Well, thank you very much for joining us this week. We hope you had fun and hope you took some uh, useful information out of our tips and um, enjoyed our weird... Um, <laughs> visit to up north and the weird strange house um, and how to reject the arctic monkeys if they should come at you exactly with a banana or a pointed <laughs> or a loganbury <laughs> or a pointed stick <laughs> and um, what was I, I was going to say something else what was I going to say I do not know Twitter that's it follow us on Twitter Bedhoppers UK or email us if you'd like to type stuff we really like getting emails actually it's you, really you lovely you really went a bit Jeff Goldblum then Oh, or, oh, or email, oh, us. email us or don't maybe but life finds a way you've gone Captain Kirk Goldblum <laughs> Very <laughs> well, that's a never t- go William Shatner Goldblum <laughs> Shatner Goldblum hi- hybrid so um, you can email Ooh. us at bedhoppersuk at gmail.com I believe I think mm-hmm. it's something like that so get in touch with us there if you're on Fab Swingers you can find us at bedhoppers uh, and don't forget American chums that uh, Fab Swingers is available over there as well. So if you're coming to the UK, in fact, anyone that's coming to the UK, you can set up a free Fab account. We're not sponsored by them in any way, but uh, you, then you no. can friend us and see what we're up to if we're not telling you on Twitter 20 times a day. <laughs> right, well, Mrs H, do the thing. I think it's important that we close this one now. Well, thank you for hopping into our bed. Could you do it a bit sexier? Could you? Yes. Go on then. No, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I don't think I could do a sexy voice. <laughs> Thank you for hopping into our bed. It was a bit salacious, but really? fine. I am salacious crumb. <laughs> you can do one again. Go on, try it. Thank you for hopping into our bed. Well, it wasn't what I was after, but oh, it'll do. Oh, good grief. Have fun, folks. Love you. No, no, Bye. you guys hang up. Bye. So, the other thing we forgot to mention is that the Nerds Who Swing offered us some sort of three-way with uh, Swinging Down Under. Excuse me, no? A three-way? Oh, podcasting three-way, I believe. I was going to say, we are pretty far apart, geographically speaking. It's, I can spaff across the continent, apparently. I have no doubt. I've, I've been building up my skills. Speaking of super skills as well, one of the things they mentioned on Twitter were, were the Avengers. And I'm keen to find out which Avengers that you would do anal with. <laughs> So I, I don't want to know about the, the actors, because, you know, that's that's far too easy. We know it's going to be all of them. <laughs> so uh, would you do anal with Thor? Or do you think he would literally leave you Thor? I don't trust him. His eyes are a bit close together. Really? What about Hulk? Never. Really? No. What about, what about Bruce Banner, though? Uh, the Ruffalo? Yeah. I like Ruffalo. You're a bit of anal with Ruffalo. He looks too gentle to have anal with you. You think? Mm-hmm. Well, he might not with me. <laughs> What about Iron Man? I think we know the answer to that, don't we? Do I think we do. Fuck, I always coming around and having anal with my wife. <laughs>